Welcome to a learntolearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. Most of us have a pretty strong sense of how important memory is. Memory is essential for cognitive function that allows us to acquire and store and retrieve information. But sometimes we struggle to remember important details, and that can lead to frustration, to stress. Frankly, in terms of school, it can lead to poorer grades. So memory becomes so important. Fortunately, there are a number of very effective ways to improve memory. Let's cover some of those with a surprising one at the end. In some ways, memory can be looked at very physiologically. We have to get enough blood flow to the brain. We have to get enough oxygen to the brain. We have to get enough nutrients to the brain to promote memory, to promote growth of new neurons, to reduce inflammation. One of the easiest ways to do this is to do regular exercise. Exercise has a very positive impact on memory and brain function overall, because it does do exactly these things of increasing blood flow, oxygen to the brain, nutrients to the brain. It also promotes the production, distribution, utilization of neurotransmitters. Studies have shown that regular aerobic exercise, even brisk walking or biking or whatever other type of exercise that you enjoy can improve memory and cognition in both younger people and older adults. The next thing is, again, pretty obvious. We have to get enough sleep. Sleep is crucial for memory consolidation, which is the process by which our brain stores and strengthens memories. Research has shown that getting enough sleep, especially the deep sleep cycles, can improve memory, recall, and retention. One of the things we can do to really improve that is progressive relaxation just before we go to bed. We've covered this before, but let's briefly say this is where we go through and we tense and release each part of our body. The easy way to do it is to start with the feet and sort of tighten the feet. As you take a deep breath, hold the tension, hold the breath, and then, ah, let it go. And then the calves and then the thighs and work our way all the way up through the body so that it releases all the stress from the day so that we do sleep more readily, we sleep deeper, we hit those deep cycles of sleep that are so important for restoring brain function. The next really obvious thing is eat well, eat a healthy, balanced diet. We see from the research again and again that the Mediterranean-type diet does very well. You can easily look that up. There's a lot of research on it. Any balanced diet that's rich in fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and 
high-quality oils like olive oil. These do very well for providing the brain with the necessary nutrients to function optimally. Some foods such as fatty fish, nuts, berries have been found to have a specific memory-boosting property. We have all heard again and again the problems with junk food. We know that. We often just have to change our habits around that. We can, when we encounter the temptation to go for lower quality foods, just stop for a moment. Just stop, pause, and think about what outcomes do you want in your life? And what's more important, your tongue's craving for some sensation or your long-term outcomes? For many of us, that's enough to shift our focus and make the choices that are healthier. Or sometimes we want to stop and think, what will feel good in my body over time? Not what will tantalize my tongue, but what will feel good in our body over time? And if we stop and sense that, it gives us some pretty good clues about what's going to do well, not only for our body as a whole, but for our brain function and our memory. Again, the next thing on our list is pretty obvious. Manage our stress. Chronic stress can have such negative effects on memory and cognition. It really changes the whole physiology of the body in such a way that, amongst other things, memory is adversely impacted. By managing stress through relaxation techniques like what we just mentioned with the progressive relaxation or meditation or yoga or deep breathing or whatever else you do, to move into those much more relaxed states, we can have a big impact on memory and improve overall cognitive function as well. As we've mentioned elsewhere, if we stop when we've read something and ask ourselves, how would I teach this? How would I explain what I've just read, what I've just heard in class, what I've just been studying? How would I explain it to someone else? and actually go through the process. And that will show us very clearly whether we've understood the material. Because so often we don't remember because we didn't understand. We thought it sounded familiar. It had a certain sense about it that we went, yeah, I think I get that. But so often we don't understand. And if we don't understand it, we don't remember because there's not clarity about what it is we're trying to remember. Try that technique. Really think about how would I teach this and be specific about it. And if you have a friend nearby, sit down with them and go, let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you. Or do it in your imagination. Now, some people would say, well, that takes a little more time. Yeah, but the benefits far outweigh the small cost of time. Again, our memory improves. Now, here's our little surprise in terms of a memory technique, or should we say a way of enhancing memory. And that comes down to getting enough bright light every day. This is one of the simplest ways in improving memory and learning. Too long spent indoors in dim lighting causes damaging changes to the brain's structure and function. There's research that shows this so clearly. Continual exposure to dim lighting 
has an impact on parts of the brain that are central to memory and learning. There is a study done with rodents where they found that they lost 30% of their capacity to remember. 30% of the capacity of the hippocampus, which is a very important structure for memory and improvement of memory, when they were kept in dim light for four weeks. Now, how often, particularly when we're in school or maybe at work, we're under fluorescent lights, not such good light, and really not that bright, and we are indoors all the time, in classrooms, wherever. Again, the lighting seems enough until you walk outside in bright light, and then you go, oh, that's what bright light is. After four weeks again, these mice had diminished function in memory by 30%. When the, the mice were exposed to bright light for four further weeks, their performance, their brain capacity recovered completely. Now, this wasn't done for months and years on end in terms of being exposed to dim light like some of us. So how long would it take to recover from that? We're hoping again that that happens more quickly. Get outside, get in bright light, get near windows where you get a lot of sunlight coming in. Whatever it takes that way to improve your consumption of bright light, of sunlight, will make a huge difference. Professor Antonio Nunes, who led this particular study, said that, and we quote him here, when we exposed the mice to dim light, mimicking the cloudy days of Midwestern winters or typical indoor lighting, the animals showed impairments in spatial learning. This is similar to when people can't find their way back to their cars in busy parking lots after spending a few hours in a shopping mall or movie theater. The study is the first to show the effects of changes in normal levels of environmental light on brain structure and function. So this can make such a difference. The sunlight engages and increases the production of brain-derived neurotropic factor. And this peptide helps maintain healthy connections between neurons. Joel Soler, who was the study's first author, said, and again we quote, since there are fewer connections being made, this results in diminished learning and memory performance that is dependent upon the hippocampus. In other words, dim lights are producing dim widths. End of quote. Even though the light doesn't directly affect the hippocampus, it indirectly does quite powerfully. A peptide called orexin could be involved in how the light influences the hippocampus. So these are all simple, easily done solutions. Make use of them and see your memory and consequently your success in learning and life improve. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. 
feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, L-E-A-R-N-T-O-L-E-A-R-N.org. Finally, please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones, since how you learn is how you live. Thank you.